Hi, this is Rhea, and welcome to the Relentless Devotion Podcast, where I take a few minutes each day to read from one of my favorite devotionals, The Word for You Today. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this devotional, go to their website, www.wordforyoutoday.com. Be sure to pick up a copy for a friend or family member, and don't forget to follow this podcast and stop by my Facebook group, Relentless Devotion. Now, as long as you keep listening, I will keep reading. Let's get to today's segment. Monday, October 11th. The reading is entitled, Coping with Crises. This is the first in a two-part series. The verse comes to us from Psalms 142, third verse, New King James Version. And it reads, When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, you knew my path. How you handle a crisis can determine whether you end up feeling overwhelmed or come out stronger. Dr. Jeffrey Roseman suggests five ways to cope with crisis. Number one, acknowledge your feelings. King David said, when my spirit was overwhelmed, you knew my path. You see, God already knows how you feel. And stifling your emotions just zaps your energy, leaving you feeling tense, depressed, and it even slows the healing process. Acknowledge your feelings. Number two, confide in someone. Now, that doesn't mean you pour your heart out to everybody and all the time. It means opening up to those who love and care about you and who you can trust. The Bible says, a friend loves at all times and is born and is a brother for adversity. That's from Proverbs seventeen seventeen. Numerous studies have confirmed the power of social support to help us through crises and help us stay healthy. Confide in someone. Number three, start a journal or a blog. Writing about a traumatic event is a way of letting it out. It minimizes your chances of becoming sick or depressed. The more you write, the more your negative responses to the memory diminish. Start a journal or a blog. Number four, refuse to play the blame game. It's the other guy's fault, or the doctor botched the procedure, or the boss never gave me a chance. Blame shifting makes others responsible for your pain, and more often than not, it results in lingering grudges that prolong your misery. Let go of toxic bitterness and judgment. Stop feeling like a doormat. You can forgive while taking steps to make yourself less vulnerable the next time. 
refuse to play the blame game. Number five, forgive yourself. Surprise, you're human like everybody else. Acknowledge you made a mistake and ask God for forgiveness. Then forgive yourself and move on. God's word says when he forgives, he doesn't keep a list of your sins. Neither should you. Five ways to cope with crises. Come back tomorrow for part two. Hi there, it's Rhea. Before I go, I want to say that it's a blessing to be back for season two. I have really missed sharing this time with you. Now, while I was gone, and I've been gone for about six months, but while I was gone, I've been thinking, doing a lot of work, and also praying, and asking myself a few questions here and there. One of the questions is, what's holding me back from doing what I believe I am called to do. Have you ever wondered the same? I have discovered, though, that there are some invisible boundaries. And my guess is, if you're still listening, you've probably been asking yourself the same question. And I'd like to share a little bit with you. So mark your calendars, Saturday, October 23rd, noon. Saturday, October 23rd, noon Eastern. I'll be sharing for about 30 minutes or so on Facebook Live free. And the topic is breaking invisible boundaries. That's Saturday, October 23rd, noon Eastern, Facebook Live, breaking invisible boundaries. More details to come. Have a great day. Be blessed. And that's our reading for today. Until tomorrow, be healthy, be happy, be wise, and be relentless in your pursuit to learn more. God bless you.